Welcome to Friends in Prison. I'm Claire Aronson, and I have 29 friends in prison. When I started writing to Pen Pals in Prison, I reached out to about 10 people. Even then, I thought it sounded like a lot. I was afraid of repeating myself. I mean, I've repeated stories to you already. I retell stories to friends all the time, but I was afraid of boring my new pen pals with repetition. So I copied my letters before mailing them to friends. This way, I could refer back to old letters before telling an oldie but goodie story. Today, my goal is to convince you to do the same. Copy your letters before you send them, and of course, save all the letters that you get from your pen pals. I also print out the pen pal profile. I usually use writeaprisoner.com, not a sponsor, but no matter where I find the profile, I print it out and save it. Of course, you can refer back to the website, but if your pen pal's account expires, it's nice to have that reference available. You can see when their birthday is. I cannot stress enough how important it is to remember your pen pal's birthday. Do as I say, not as I do. I keep planning on adding all of my pen pal's birthdays to my calendars with a reminder two weeks before each one to send a birthday greeting. But um, <clears throat> then I get letters explaining how a friend spent her birthday and I go, oh yeah, I really should have sent some sort of a happy birthday greeting. Okay, okay, I will definitely get on that. There is another reason why you might want to save the profile. Sometimes a pen pal will write a real quick letter, like, it was so nice to hear from you. We're still in lockdown. Write again soon. How am I supposed to bounce off of that? So I look at copies of my old letters and see that I've already told all my favorite stories. So then I go to the profile to discover new interests and hobbies that we have in common. Saving old letters and the copies of my letters can also save everyone from miscommunication. You know me, I ramble on and on and I talk quickly sometimes. Sometimes when I write, I think pen pals totally understand me. I think everyone thinks everyone understands them, Claire. That's how miscommunication starts. I got a letter from Juan once. I've told you about Juan before. He's very funny, very insightful, and he loves dogs. He used to work for Paws for Life program, training dogs to be more adoptable. He wanted to train dogs to be service dogs for people with PTSD, but he got into an education program that should be very useful to him upon release. He's learning how to use computers. Hopefully, they're showing him how to download and enjoy podcasts. Am I right? Okay, okay. So I've told you about Juan. Well, one time he called me a necker. That's a good story, you crazy necker, you. And there was so much other stuff in the letter that I just sped right past that line and replied to him. Later, I was talking with one of my one on one with a friend who was considering finding a prison pen pal. This was before I had a podcast, or I would just be like, "Hey, check out my podcast." I I told her that I could share some letters with her, and she could see how very normal the conversations were and what kinds of things we talk about. What's that mean, Necker? I don't even know. Is that like? Is that an old-fashioned term? It's <laughs> weird. I don't, I don't know. So I went back and I read the letter that I had sent to Juan right before that one. Oh, okay. I told him this story. And wouldn't you know, it was a story about miscommunication. I was learning sign language and I went up to some friends who knew sign and I apologized for running late. I spilled coffee. They snickered at the word coffee, and I could tell immediately that I had used the sign incorrectly. Do you like coffee? They asked. Yes. Do you enjoy coffee in the morning? Of course. Do you have coffee in bed? Sometimes. In your car? Oh, yeah, yeah, all the time. 
With your husband? Um, on occasion. With other people? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy coffee with lots of people. And this got a new burst of giggles. Do you enjoy coffee at night? No, never at night. Oh, I'd stay up all night if I did that. So that's when they showed me when you sign coffee, you ball both hands into fists. So the palms of the hands are facing each other like you're a boxer who's about to tap his gloves together. The right hand makes a circle above the left like you're working an old coffee grinder. Apparently, I balled my fists, but then I crossed my arms in an X in front of my chest and moved both hands in circles. That's the sign for making out. Do you like making out? Yes. Do you like making out in the morning? Of course. Do you make out in bed? Sometimes. In your car? Oh, yeah, all the time. With your husband? Uh, I don't know, on occasion. With other people? Oh, yes, I enjoy making out with lots of other people. Do you enjoy making out at night? No, never at night. I'll stay up all night if I do that. I guess I am a crazy necker. Of course, in this case, the miscommunication wouldn't have been that big of a deal. I could have just glossed over it and not mentioned it and just not understood what he was saying. Or I could have asked him about it, but it would have just ruined the humor of the moment if I had to write to Juan and say, why did you call me a necker? And he'd have to say, because you are. And two weeks later, he'd get a letter from me saying, I don't get it. And two weeks after that, I'd get a letter from him saying, I don't know what you're talking about. And no one would listen to a podcast about friends like that. Honestly, it happens when people will say, in response to your question, yes. It is such a relief to go back and see what the question was. So when you're writing to your pen pals, remember how long it takes between sending and receiving a letter. It could take a whole month. So just say, you asked if I've ever played bocce ball. No, actually, no pen pal has ever asked me if I play bocce ball. Or if they ask how mom is doing, just say, mom is fine. I know you wouldn't say, she's fine, thanks for asking. But those things happen. Maybe because we're used to using email when there's a record of everything that's been said. Or maybe because a letter is so touching or so funny that you want to respond quickly. So let me tell you about a more serious miscommunication, which, spoiler alert, turned out just fine. I got a letter from a new pen pal saying that she was glad to find someone interested in a girlfriend. What? And she meant me. I thought I was very clear that I'm married and I have a lot of pen pals and I'm just a friend. What did I say to make her think I wanted to be her girlfriend? I went to my letter and read, I write to people and sometimes don't hear back from them. Twice I got a response. It was really polite. Thanks for writing, but I was looking for a boyfriend slash girlfriend. No, I meant they told me they were looking for a girlfriend slash boyfriend, that they didn't want to continue corresponding with me. So I had to tell her, I am not looking for romance. I think I forgot the quotation marks saying sometimes I get a letter saying, quote, thanks for writing, but I'm seeking a boyfriend, unquote. That's what a pen pal told me once. Personally, I'm happily married. 
Then I went on, as I am known to do, talking about a YouTube review of veggie burgers and how I'm reading The Goldfinch and whether or not I'm going to dress my dog up in a sweater to keep him warm in Florida, where I live with my dog, who, for the record, is not hairless and does not spend a lot of time outdoors. So this particular pen pal is great. She wrote me back and now we can respond, we can correspond regularly. But to my knowledge, she has not yet found a girlfriend. Now, to some great communication. You remember my friend Misty from last time. She was shuffled from one uncomfortable quarantine to another. She was starting to feel unlucky that she had not caught COVID. If you're positive for COVID, you stay in sickbay and then return to your regular dorm. If you've been exposed to COVID but test negative, you have to keep quarantining with other people who have been exposed but tested negative. And inevitably, one of them does test positive and your quarantine starts over. Misty's luck finally turned around and she caught COVID. She felt really run down. She slept through her birthday without so much as a cheerful wish from her good friend Claire. I hope that you are all sending her positive vibes and contemplative prayers because it works. She sounds like she is in good spirits. And here is a letter that I got from her yesterday. Hey, girl. Hey, how's it going? Amazing, I hope. I got your merry late Christmas slash New Year's letter with the awesome snowman pics and jokes. You know I love them. You really are awesome. And to answer your question, I'm not really sure if I technically stayed up until midnight or not. Why, you ask? Because we're in central time here, so I watched the ball drop at 11 p.m. my time. And you tell me, I can't figure it out. But technically, I was asleep at at midnight my time. Confusing. Yay, you got your bathroom painted. I am indeed proud of you, my squirrely friend. Amazing, amazing, fantastic job. I haven't made any resolutions. I'm not much of a resolution maker because I'm such a great resolution breaker, maybe. (laughs) But I am claiming 2021 is my year. We still pray for mom every prayer circle. I sure do miss those. I'm so happy to be back to quote unquote normal. I went to work all last week. It felt so good. I was exhausted, but the week flew by, and I sure have enjoyed the weekend. And I'm so happy to be back in the gym. I really thought I'd be more sore, but my quarantine workouts must have worked. They they must have kept me in pretty good shape. I went right back to my eight-pound weights. No problem. Whoop, whoop. So I'm finally back to Collins. This is her her regular dorm. I should stay here for the remainder of my stay unless I go to SAP, the substance abuse program. I'm happy to be back where I am. And my bestie, Sarah, is right here next to me. Winning. She's the one who calls you an interesting friend because you are. And kudos on the podcast, by the way. And I will tell everyone. I'm proud of you, Claire. That's really cool. You inspire me so much. Okay. All for now, but I will talk to you soon, my amazing, interesting friend. Thanks for being an awesome human being that I can call my friend, Misty. And here's a quick update on my friend Amanda. You may remember that Amanda is my first friend who has been released from prison, and I'm so excited that she is writing to me. I had a fear that after becoming friends with someone who was in a situation like this, that when they were released... I would never hear from them again. And it would just be 
disheartening. It would just be, you know, uh, here's this moment where you want to feel so happy for your friend, but you're totally in the dark about how they're doing or what has happened or or maybe they're released and you don't even know it. That was that was one of my fears. But um, Amanda is my first friend to be released and she, true to her word, is, is keeping in touch. So here is a recent letter that I received from Amanda. It's been a while since I have written, but life is moving so fast. And little sidebar here, it has not been that long since hearing from Amanda. I know I did um, a podcast on her maybe two or three weeks ago. So I, I totally appreciate that she wishes she could write more often and that would be great. But, you know, it, it didn't seem like it had been so long since I heard from her that I was starting to worry about her. So um, I am working full time and enrolled in school. I start in May and I'm excited and nervous. So I'm going back for a bachelor's in human services with additions with addictions as my focus. I've been working a lot of overtime just because I can get out of the house. Mom is doing well and being very supportive. She's been helping me by going to the store and getting things that I need. I can't wait to be able to go out and go places, but COVID is still bad and that will be some time. Just wanted to catch up on what's happening in my life. Uh, how's life in Florida, mom and dad? I'm glad that we are friends. And maybe once things are done with my requirements, maybe mom, maybe mom and I could do a road trip to Florida. It's her idea. Talk soon. Be safe. Love, Manda. Well, Manda, I think that that would be great to have a road trip to Florida. And there is so much to see. All the time I'm outside taking pictures of wild animals, mostly birds. Ah, uh, sometimes a squirrel will do something cute. And uh, oh my gosh, last week I was stuck in traffic and there were two armadillos on the side of the road. Traffic was crawling. We were coming up to an accident. I really think that I should have just parked and rolled down the window. I had my camera with me and really just taken some adorable photographs of these armadillos. Um, Really? Nobody wants to travel to Florida just to see armadillos? Okay, we have alligators. We have wild hogs. I mean, I don't have wild hogs like running through my backyard, but we have them at the Bass Pro Shop. We have bald eagles. There is a wildlife conservatory at Cape Canaveral. We've got Cape Canaveral. There's always new rockets going off, and um, there's all kinds of great stuff to see. So when I'm writing to my pen pals, I really like those nature hikes and wildlife photographs to be able to send to them. It seems to be the sort of thing that everybody can enjoy. I, um, I'll i say, of course, Florida is filled with beautiful restaurants and shows, but I feel a little bit awkward writing to pen pals and, and sending them, here is the gourmet meal that I have just gotten at a fancy restaurant. Um Right now, I feel like if you have to be on house arrest, it is the time to do it because nobody's going out to these. I mean, maybe not nobody, but uh, a lot of people are avoiding fancy restaurants anyway because of the danger of COVID and the danger of spreading it. So uh, I do want to encourage all of you to tell people about the podcast. If you've stumbled across this podcast randomly and you have no idea who I am or what's going on. I'm Claire Aronson, and this is my podcast, Friends in Prison. Subscribe, leave a comment, tell everybody that you know, and as always, find your own Friends in Prison.